Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Mindy with Revive Your Soul with Mindy Joy podcast. And I was doing my Bible immersion this morning. Bible immersion is something that um, Pat Nordstrom came up with very creatively. I'm sure she got this idea from the Lord on how we as um, lay people or if you're an ordained minister can um, come to the altar of God every morning, read the word of God every morning so that by the end of the year, you will have read the Bible, but not just read it to say you've read it, but to get, hear what God is saying to you. And she has a whole method that is um, simple and um, just very glorious if you do it and about journaling. Um, you know, you you contemplate things like... Um, you know, you ask the Lord to lead you in the word, uh, a simple prayer that you could say yourself. She just puts bullet points like, um, Lord, what are you saying to me this morning? Um, what do I need to change? What can you show me of your glory today? Um, what new aspects of you can I learn today? How can I carry what you're telling me in this chapter that was written thousands of years ago? that I can um, live out in my life today? Or what do I need to change? What do I need to repent of? And I, and by the way, repentance um, and reconciliation are two of my favorite words in the whole world because um, repentance always has so much power. God can't really change us or even save us. Like we got saved and received Jesus Christ because we repented. We're like, you know, I have a sinful nature. We had to all recognize that we had a sinful nature and come to God humbly and say, I need Jesus. I need, I believe that he died for my sins. Lord, how can you believe someone died for your sins if you think you have no sins and you're just a wonderful person? You don't need anything. You were just, you know, born perfect, but your parents tainted you, society tainted you. Like, no. Um, if you watch, um, you know, children, you know, and babies, like I could say myself, you know, I had the most perfect little child baby, you know, as a stay at home mom, I did the whole thing, you know, I breastfed and all that. But there comes a time that I've heard it's pretty much with every baby that they learn the word no, or mine, or, you know, have that little tantrum because things don't go their way. And so, you know, you don't have to really teach a child to be selfish <laughs> and to think for themselves and to not want to share their toys. You don't really have to teach that. Like that's in them. That's in all of us. But um, through gentle um, training and loving training with children, you know, we teach them a better way through the word of God and, um, of, uh, you know, the joy of giving and the joy of sharing and the joy of um, fellowship and the joy of having self-control over pouting and self-pity parties and all of that. So anyways, with further ado, I was reading Joel chapter 3 and probably like so many of you, I have to go to work. I do these before I go to work. So I got to do that whole thing of, you know, getting ready, um, you know, getting myself prepared for work. And I started this, um, I think a little before five this morning, which I normally do like about that time. And as I was, I, I started over again because it was so strong in me that I wanted to inspire you with hope. The whole portion of this, I want to stir up your hope by the end of this podcast. So 
I don't even know if I'm going to get to Joel chapter 3. I might just get to the scriptures because I, I made a whole sheet on scripture sheets on hope. And um, for this day, December 13, 2023, here we go. Psalm 27, 13 through 14. It's a new King James Version. And I stumbled on this um, because at my job, I'm very blessed to work for my church. And um, somebody... I don't know. I I stopped, this like fell out of a book. This this verse it it just fell out of some book. I have many books on my um, credenza, and and it was this um, verse. I was like, oh my goodness, this is so for me. This is so for our time. And so Psalm twenty seven verse thirteen says, "I would have lost heart. I would have lost heart." And I know so many people have lost hearts. So I'm like, okay, what is this going to go on to say? Unless, unless what? Unless I had believed. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So let's just stop there. Verse 13, that we're going to see good in this lifetime. You know, I was um, getting close to being very guilty of one of those who said, I'll just give my life to Christ and goodness will come to others. Like I'll, you know, pour out my life like a drink offering, like Paul said. Like I, I'll just serve all my life and um, hopefully generations after me will, you know, take all the work that I'm doing, all the songs that I'm writing, the podcasts, um, the opera about the I Am that I've um, assisted my husband with. He's the main person. Um, the film, you know, all these things that we're doing, um, giving in every way that I can of my substance, of my time, of my love, um, forgiveness, um, turning the other cheek, whatever, you know, um, my energy, like just giving everything, everything and not putting money first, not putting career first, not putting, um, you know, whatever my, um, retirement, you know, uh, nest egg or whatever first, whatever, um, just pouring out my life and that I know that I'll live eternally when I leave this life and I'll be in bliss. But it just reminded me, and I was not raised to think like that at my church. I was not raised to be, you know, just hang up your hat. We're all called to be martyrs. No, I was not. But somehow I kind of parked in that. I'm, I'm just, you know, confessing. But when I read this verse, it revived that God wants me to see goodness in the land of the living, you know, Psalm 91 ends like that, you know, long satisfied life. I'm going to look up that, um, Psalm, right? No, I'm not going to, because I don't have, um, my Bible's torn up <laughs> in two parts. Okay. Here's another Bible right in front of me. I have many Bibles on my desk, um, because I am a Bible nerd, and I like all kinds of translations around me all the time. Hard copy. I like to feel the paper. I like to see the notes that I've written. And I get real tired of just seeing every my whole life on a screen. So Psalm 91, um, it says, um, verse 15 to 16, He shall call upon me and I will answer him. Okay, right there, hope. Call upon God. Tell him like right now, if you have to put this on pause, tell God what you need. Tell God what you need. Um, Philippians 4, 6 to 8 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. This is the New Living Translation. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. So stop right now. If you're in worry 
if you know you're in trouble, just so father, you know, whether it's you messed up or somebody's coming against you or you know, you're just doing the best you can and finances are low. You're doing the best you can. Your kids have gone astray. You're doing the best you can. Um, loved ones are in prison, are in jail. You're doing the best you can. Other people in your family aren't talking to you anymore because um, of your faith in Christ and your boldness about it. You're doing the best you can, but age is coming upon you. Um, you're doing the best you can, but there's no one to help you. And bring this all to God. You're doing the best you can, but you're dealing with overeating um, or some kind of, you know, habit that may be legal, but it's it's slowing you down. It's keeping you from focus on the Lord. So don't worry about anything. It's okay. It's all right. It's, it's okay. It's all right. Go to God. Instead, pray about everything everything, my friends, everything, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. What do you need? What do you need? Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. So, you know, just for me, it's like, oh, how can I handle? I'm thinking of everything on my plate today, on my desk at work, um, things I have to do. Um, I'm ministering in song on Monday night somewhere for an amazing, amazing, amazing um, speaker and she wants a specific song before she ministers. Plus I'm doing praise and worship. I'm like, how am I going to be prepared? How am I get this going to get this all done? Um, I want to, um, I have, um, two mothers in, in laws, um, because I, I had a, you know, my, my late husband went to be with the Lord in 2008 and, um, God blessed me and I'm remarried. So I have two mother in laws that I want to visit. And that would be staying overnight. One is traveling on a plane, you know, both of them. And my sister-in-law, so like, how am I going to, you know, I got to plan all this. I have so much vacation time, so much energy, and technically I'm considered a senior. So, um, so how am I going to do all this and keep it all going? So that's just a little glimpse. And so, you know, for me, I have to not worry about anything. Don't worry about it. God's got it. You know, what did Jesus say? Then you come up with scriptures, you know, one day at a time, you know, stay in today, this 24 hours, um, pray about everything. What do I have today? Let's just, you know, reel it in, reel it in and, you know, do this Bible immersion, keep my face in the word. And I started, you know, this morning when I read Joel um, chapter three, the word came to me. I thought, you, you know, it's like God gave me this green light, this unction. You should do a podcast. I'm like, okay, Lord, this is Joel chapter three. And I also read Revelation, um, a portion of, um, chapter seven. And okay, I am not the end time girl. I love to hear about it. I love to read about it. I'll talk about it, but there's so many people that are knowledgeable about it. And I don't feel like I should. Um, approach, you know, putting it out there in public. So I don't want to lead anyone astray. But then God said, hope, 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 you know, that is the theme. That is the theme he wanted me to extract, extract out of that. So let's stay with, we're just going to go through some scriptures, Philippians 4, 6 through 8. Don't worry. Let's take the short um, Mindy bullet point version. Don't worry about anything. Um, stop and pray. Whatever you're worried about, pray about it. Thank God. What has he already done? Okay. It's like, this morning, I can say, I woke up with a sound mind. I am pacing right now on two legs. You think that's not a big deal? My late husband got one leg cut off and my dad um, had his nose amputated. So don't, you know, don't sleep, don't trip because 
Right now, diabetes is rampant, and one of the things it can lead to um, and too often does is amputations. And then there's other, you know, people been in accidents and different things. Thank God, not everybody has two, not everybody's, um, you know, limbs are working today. Not everybody's mind is working today. Not everybody woke up in a home today. Some people woke up in jail. Some people woke up in prison. Um, and um, a good portion of them are innocent, and a good portion of them, our brothers and sisters around the world, um, are there because they're Christians, and they're being persecuted. They might even, you know, don't know what their fate's going to be. Um, so here we are. We, you know, I could say myself, I, I, war- I woke up in a warm, cozy bed with, uh, you know, my husband, and, um, and so you know, God is good. Um, so, you know, tell, thank him for all that you have. I thank God for all of you. I thank God that I woke up with a sane mind today. I'm completely sober of all substances as far as the biggies, you know, like, um, you know, food and alcohol and drugs and cigarettes. You know, some of those things I never touched. Um, some of those things I touched a little bit. Some of those food was the most problematic thing for me in my life. Um, as some of you may already know, I have a great testimony of overcoming eating disorders, um, overeating, obesity, and anorexia. I had different seasons in my life. Um, I've been a normal weight since I've been, um, I think like 31 years old. And, um, yeah, Bible for food, I, you know, go to, um, Bible for food, look at Bible for food. If you need help with that, it's an amazing, amazing program. Um, but anyways, so thanking God for all he has done then, and then it says, then, okay, then what Lord? Verse seven, Philippians four, seven, then you will experience God's peace. So God is telling us through his word. Paul is telling us through his word right then and there. If you don't have peace, have you done this little checklist? Um, okay. Check your worry. Check, you know, check your worry meter. Are you worried? Okay. That's all right. It's part of the human experience, but have you gone to God about it? Have you gone to God about it and turned it over and turned it into a prayer? Okay, so number one, am I worried? Number two, did I pray about it? Number three, um, was I like really open with God and tell them not only prayed about it, but, you know, said, Lord, I need this. I need this. Um, and not, you know, according to the word, not out of selfishness, like I need you to like, give me a winning lottery ticket today. You know what I'm saying? Um, not out of greed, but everything about God is to give us, um, to give us, to, to stir up. We already have this if we're born again, um, but to stir up the spirit of God that dwells in us. And those of us who are, um, filled with the Holy Spirit, you know, stir up that gift of God that is in us. Joy, like stir up my joy, Father, stir up my peace, my love walk, um, my patience. You know, generosity, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Um, and then in um, Colossians, you know, stir up in me humility. Stir up in me humility to be teachable today. You know, like a detective, what can I learn today? What can I glean from another person and honor and respect them for the gift that's in them? And that's everybody. Everybody has a gift of God. Um, and so, and then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. So that means that even though we can walk around happy, 
um, family. We can walk around happy, even though things might not have changed yet. You know, everything might be ex- the exact same, and we can walk around happy. And I, I know people. I know people who, when they're on the chemo chair, you know, getting the. Um, getting the chemo, that they're sitting there encouraging the people next to them and they're joking and this and that and and they've come through cancer. I, I know people who um you know who have heard I, I learned this one expression when my son was young young and he had a diagnosis of autism and he would, you know, act out a lot in public. And um, you know, a, a friend of mine taught me to say I think she got this from Catherine Kuhlman, but taught me to say, you know, devil, I'm not impressed. Like, that's all you got. Like, just turn it around, start laughing. And my late husband used to say, he's only going to be autistic for a while. Let's enjoy this while it's here. So, you know, it's like I learned, um, you know, all things work for good for those who are called, um, you know, all things work for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Did I say that right? Romans eight twenty eight. I believe that is, I might've, um, I'm not sure I quoted that exactly right, but all, I know that all things work for good for people who love God and want to do his purpose. So, you know, I could just say like with my son, he did grow out. He did. I mean, he grew out of, let me say this, the negative part of autism and the positive part that makes him like this little genius um, stayed. And the part that makes him so endearing and so innocent and so incredibly encouraging and um, so happy about life every day, that part stayed without any filter to just share the love of God and the joy that he feels every day of being part of community and loving people so hard. Like he doesn't filter that. Thank you, Jesus. You know, so that came to pass, but I had to act like that was already going to, something glorious was going to happen. You know, we said, God's going to get the glory out of all of this. We didn't know how, when, what it was going to look like, but he has, um, he did, even then he was working things and, and that was working things out in me because I had to be less of a people pleaser. Um, I couldn't care what people thought. And, um, I, you know, God, um, he doesn't, you know, there's, uh, he doesn't like put bad things on us, but he trains us like, you know, the Holy Spirit while we're going through things, you know, it's like he's that trainer or that coach that's in the ring. Like if you're boxing and there's always that guy, obviously I don't know much about sports, but there's always that guy behind, you know, the prize fighter who's going, okay, now do this, do that while he's all bleeding and stuff. You could do this, go in and knock him, you know, like the Holy Spirit's like, okay, I'm going to help you navigate through this and you're going to win. That's the Holy Spirit. That's always his MO. Um, when according to you know the glory of God his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus so he will guard our heart and mind and we need that nowadays to say to stay um you know to stay sane our rule is nuts have you noticed um so let's go over this again Psalm 27 verse 13 to 14 verse 13 I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living and this is for believers in Jesus Christ you know there's a criteria that you know, verse 14 wait on the Lord there's one Lord the father of glory the father of Jesus Christ Adonai Yahweh um and so um, wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord, um, King Jesus, be of good courage. 
And we can, you know, we can, we have the capacity to do this. Like anything that God says, be this, do this. He gave us the capacity to do it. It's just like if, um, you know, something so simple as if my husband say, honey, can you please bring me my water in the other room? You know, um, he's asking me something I'm capable of doing. He's not saying, can you please bring me the water from the other room? And on the way in here, I want you to do a triple um, cartwheel and a backflip. I mean, you know, that's like really silly and out there, but we're capable of doing this. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage. And he, he shall strengthen your heart. You don't have to strengthen your own heart. You don't have to read, you know, DIY on every website. Um, you know, um, do it yourself, encourage yourself, do it yourself, blah, 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 blah. You know, as far as encouraging, inspiring yourself, you don't have to get every self-help book that's in Barnes and Nobles or any of those book um, places. Um, he shall strengthen your heart. He shall strengthen you. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. You can't do that if you're not in the Lord. You can't do that if you don't know Jesus. You can't do that if you're not under the shadow of the Almighty. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And I like to think of that word as wait, like a waitress. And I've been a waitress before in my 20s. So, and I like to wait on people. So you're busy. You're not just like sitting around watching videos until your dream thing comes to pass. No, you're busy on the things of the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Serve the Lord. Um, and he shall strengthen your heart. I just want to give you a few other scriptures on hope today. I never did get to Joel 3, but Joel 3 kind of was the springboard. And then um, Romans 5, 5 in the New King James Version says, Now hope does not disappoint. You won't be disappointed. Like, you know, do God, try God. You know, when I first um, received the assurance of salvation, in my later 20s um, with my founding pastor, at the same day I, I got filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence speaking with other tongues, and I became, I, you know, agreed to be, I, I asked to be a member of our church. And so, um, and he said, you know, about assurance and salvation, he said, you know, you've tried every, I, I believe this was for me, this was a prophetic word for me, but when he was giving the invitation for salvation, he said, you know, you've tried everything else and it didn't work. He said, just, why don't you just, you know, get in the Lord, get in the word and just do this for 90 days. You know, you can get your misery back after 90 days if you want it, but um, just, you've tried everything else. Like just go, you know, do this, do this you know, give it 90 days. And, you know, I had been in 12-step programs prior to that. So I knew about the 90-day thing, you know. Um, so anyways, you know, I did like that spoke to me like, okay, that was like the little, you know, uh, impetus. Is that the right word that I needed to raise my hand and come up forward to the altar to re, you know, for reassurance, because I did say the sinner's prayer um, when I was 16, about 16 years old. So it says, now hope does not disappoint, Romans 5, 5, because the love of God has been poured in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who is given to us. You know, just like you have muscles that can be developed, you have the love of God in you that can be developed, but you have to be in the word of God. Um, the love of God, you know, the word is alive. The word is God. You know, the, the, the spirit of God, you have to, you know, speak the word of God, memorize the word of God, read the word of God. God, pray in the spirit, be thankful, like Romans um, 4, 6 through 8, be thankful, um, pray, pray for yourself, pray for others, um, 
And, you know, when, when thoughts come that are, when you learn the word of God, when the enemy, um, of your soul brings thoughts to your mind that are contrary to the word of God, you'll recognize them and you'll say a big resounding no. And you'll, you know, speak scripture over that. Um, so I'll end on this Romans five, five. Now hope does not disappoint. So you will not be disappointed, my friends, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts. Um, I'm going to add as believers in Jesus Christ, um, by the Holy spirit, who was given to us. Thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit. I pray that every single person under the sound of my voice will um, will have hope motivated by the love of Christ. I thank you, Father, that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened, that they'll know what is the hope of their calling today, today, and what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints, which is them. You have riches of glory that you want to reveal to them, and they will um, come to have faith for that and they will know that and they will be open to hear from you today that they have ears to hear the word of the Lord for their life today. I thank you, Father, that they have um, this, you know, that they have faith, which is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And I just give you all the glory for what you're about to do in all our lives for this 24 hours in Jesus name. Amen.